0: Good morning, this is Florence Bamidell on Inspire 25. So today is my second episode and I'm going to continue talking on the faith story and a faith journey of some of the characters in the Bible. And the three characters I'm going to talk about today is Abraham, Sarai and Haggai. So Abraham was basically a man that God loved, a man who listened to God, God told him to relocate, he relocated to Egypt. Then, when God told him to relocate from Egypt, he relocated again. So he was the man that God spoke to to directly and he listened to God's words. But there was one thing that Abraham didn't have. He didn't have any children. And so God came to him in a vision in Genesis 15. And God said to him, Genesis 15 verse 1, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the hairs at my house is Isiah of Damascus? Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offsprings. Indeed, One born in my house is my heir. And God said to him, Behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be of your hair, but the one who will come from your own body will be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now towards the heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord. And he counted it to him for righteousness. So Abraham basically, you know, had a conversation with God. He was in fellowship with God. He was in alignment with God. And God said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you all these possessions. And I'm also going to bless you with a child. But Abraham was like saying, well, how, God, how are you going to give me a child? Um, I don't have any children. I've been married for like over 30 years. My wife is old. I'm old. I don't have any children. But God said that if you can count all the stars in the sky, that's how your descendants will be. So God gave him a promise in Genesis 15. And he believed and he was in the right standing with God. So he must have told his wife the vision that he had, that God will bless them with a child. But years went by, maybe like 10 years went by, and a child still hadn't come. And sometimes when there's a delay, we think maybe God has changed his mind Or maybe God doesn't want to do it anymore. Or maybe there's something wrong with me. Or maybe, you know, everyone else is getting blessed but God is not pleased with me. But that wasn't the case. It just wasn't the time yet. And sometimes when God wants to bless you and bless me, there's a process. There's everything according to God's will and God's timing. And sometimes we may not even be mature enough to receive the blessing if we got it straight away. When we're first a Christian, when we're first a Christian, everything comes easily. But then when you mature in Christianity, sometimes you have to wait in faith and wait on God, regardless of how long it's going to take. The promises God says in Psalm 27, the one thing I'm sure of, the things that I have confidence, that I will wait on the Lord I will wait on the Lord and I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So Abram's goodness was the offspring that God said he would be blessed with a child in Genesis 15. But 10 years went by. There was no child. And maybe him and his wife began to doubt or question that maybe this is not meant to be. Or maybe it's not going to come from us. So Sarah had this great idea. And Sarah is married. Sarai is married to Abraham. And um, they had a maidservant who is Haggai. So Sarai had this brilliant idea. And she's like in Genesis 16. She's like, well, you know what, Abraham? Abraham? God hasn't blessed her with a child, even though he's promised it. Why don't we, why don't you sleep with my maidservant, Haggai, and then get her pregnant, and then we can have that child. So Sarah actually stepped out of God's will. You know, maybe that's the first kind of Sarah mother kind of story. She got someone else to conceive a child for her because she was old, and she couldn't have a child. Abram agreed with his wife. And he laid down with Haggai and she had a baby. So think about this story now. God has promised Abram and Sarai a baby, promised them that he's going to give them a baby. And at the time when God first came to Abraham about this, he was 75 years old and Sarah was about 65 years old. 10 years later, Abram was 85 and Sarah was 75. No child has come. So she came and thought, you know, if I do this and, you know, yeah, then God's promises are going to happen. You know, we are going to have the promised baby. We are going to have the baby that God promised. But Sarah stood out and stepped out of God's will. She wasn't in alignment with God's will because that wasn't the way God wanted the baby to come. It wasn't through Haggai. And Haggai, unfortunately was caught in this story when she shouldn't have been part of this story. But God, even in his graciousness, even when we mess up, God, in his faithfulness and his graciousness and his love for us, he restores all parties that are concluded. Sarai so now had this plan. The plan was, went forward. And now Haggai is with child. She's pregnant. And now she begins to despise her maiden. And Haggai, I don't blame her. She's a, she's a slave girl from Egypt. Sarah is her maiden and she's the maid servant. She's under Sarah's rules and under Sarah's regulations. So think about it. Haggai was forced to sleep with somebody she didn't want to sleep with. Haggai was forced to have a baby that she didn't want to. She didn't have a choice. And sometimes we can be in situations and circumstances and we fall a victim because we didn't have a choice, because someone forced us into things that we didn't want to do, but it was forced upon us. And for anyone who's hearing me right now, and maybe something like this has happened, I just pray that God will touch you at the point of your need. That God will heal you of the pain, of the past pains and the past hurts that was put on you that should not have been put on you. These things were put on Haggai. So she despised Sarai. She, She despised her. She probably hated her because what she made her go through. And so now she didn't have any respect for her maiden. And Sarah got angry. Sarah got angry because the maid servant didn't have any respect for her. She got angry, she got jealous, she got vexed. And she said, well, now this woman's coming in between me and you. When you step out of God's will, when you do things to force things to, so so the promises that God said, you try and force it, you try and quicken it, there's always consequences the consequences was now Haggai despised her maiden and Sarah in her jealousy and her anger because of the situation kicked her out and Haggai was left abandoned Haggai was left abandoned ashamed pregnant with no money no home no hope No future. That's what she felt. She felt rejected. She felt unloved. But God, in His faithfulness, God, in His mercy and love, said to Haggai I've seen you, I've seen your tears. I feel your pain. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to watch over you that you're with a child. I'm going to watch over you. Haggai verse 16. Genesis verse 16. Then the angel of the Lord told her, "Go back to your mistress and submit to her." The angel added, "I will be so I will so increase your descendants that they will be too numerous to count." The angel Lord also said to her, "You are now with child and you will have a son. You shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery." He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hands will be against everyone and anyone's hands against him and he will live in hostility towards all brothers. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me for she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. God saw her pain God saw her tears. God saw her when she was abandoned, when she was rejected, when she was forced to do things that she didn't want to do. God saw her. And the same way God in his merciful love and goodness saw Haggai, God sees you. And we can always blame somebody for the circumstances or the situations, and we can fall a a victim. But how long are you gonna have to let somebody have power over you? How long are you gonna have someone to stop you from walking into your future? How long are you going to hold on to the past, the pain that you have no hope, that you do not see what God is going to do and how he's going to still watch over you? Do not fear, for I am with you. That's what the Lord says in Isaiah 41. I have chosen you. You have not. I have chosen you. I have not rejected you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Do not be afraid. So, whoever's here today listening to this podcast, God is telling you, do not be afraid. God is telling you that I have chosen you, I have predestined you, I have called you by name. That God is helping you even through the pain. Haggai was in pain, Haggai was weeping, Haggai was rejected. Haggai was kicked out with no money, abandoned, abused. But God saw her needs. And the same way God will see your needs. So Haggai went back to the house. She submitted to her maidservant. And it can be so hard sometimes submitting to somebody that you do not respect. But God still watched over Haggai and God still honours Sarai. So after Sarai had sinned, she kicked out the woman who was with child. She came back. She was angry. She was bitter because she didn't have a child. But God came back and spoke to Abram again when he was 99 years old and said to him I know what's happened in the past don't worry about the past but I'm coming to tell you that I'm going to still bless you I'm coming to tell you that you are going to be the father of all nations so Abraham is 99 now he hasn't had a child Ishmael is 13 years old at this time And God still reminds him of the promises that he spoke to him at the age of 77. God spoke to him. Genesis 17. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will confirm my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your number. Abram fell face down and And God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be called Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you. And your descendants after you for the generations to come. To be your God and the God of your descendants after you. Verse 9. Then God said to Abraham, as for you, you must keep my commandments. And your descendants after you for the generations to come. This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you. The covenant you are to keep. Every male amongst you must be circumcised. So Abraham obeyed him. But it goes down in verse 15. And God also said to Abraham, And as for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai, but her name will be called Sarah. I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of all nations. Kings of people will come from her. Abraham fell down. He laughed and said to himself, Will a son be born to a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at the age of 90? And Abraham said to God, If only Ishmael might live under my blessing. Then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarai Will bear a son and you will call him Isaac. So basically, now God reminded Abraham, he changed his name from Abraham to Abraham, the father of all nations. And he said to him, I'm still going to give you the covenant, I'm still going to, you're still going to see the promises that I said to you in the beginning. That I'm going to bless you with offsprings. That I'm going to bless you with your own child. And yes, he had Ishmael. And Ishmael was a child conceived between him and Haggai. But that wasn't the promised child. Sarah's womb, Sarah's baby was the promised child. Though it took another 25 years from when God first spoke the promise God was still faithful to give the promise but Abraham laughed in Genesis 17 he laughed and he said I'm old and my wife is old really God Are you going to give me a child at this age? And God said, I will establish my covenant with you as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. So God began to continue to repeat to him the same thing he said, that I'm going to bless you. Sarah was now, you know, listening at this time when God was speaking to Abraham. And she laughed in her mind. Abraham laughed out loud, but Sarai, Sarah, laughed in her mind, thinking in her mind, how is this possible? I'm 90 years old. God, are you really gonna give me a child at 90? Don't mock me, Don't. this doesn't make any sense. But faith, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't make sense. Faith doesn't have to make sense, but it gives us miracles. The mystery of believing when we don't know how it's going to happen. And that's what faith is. Faith doesn't make sense in the natural eye. But it's the mystery of believing that it will happen even when you don't know how it's going to happen. So she laughed and God told her, why are you laughing? She goes, no God, I'm not laughing. I wasn't laughing. And he says, yes you were. And he said to her, is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything too hard for me? That's what God told her, and she sort of swallowed, you know, and began to. And then God gave her strength, just what Hebrews eleven eleven says. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and she judged the one who was faithful who had promised, she judged him faithful. So even through the jealousy, even through the pain, even through walking out of God's will, she judged him faithful. She judged him faithful. And he said, this time next year, I'm going to bless you with a child. So God blessed them with a child at the age of 90 she gave birth to Isaac she gave birth to Isaac now the Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the very time God has promised him Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son, Sarah's born. And when his son was eight years old, he circumcised him. And Sarah says in verse six, God has brought me to laughter and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. So she had the last laugh. That many naysayers might have said to her, you will never have a baby. You are too old. You you can never have a baby. They mocked her probably because she gave her maidservant to her husband. They probably mocked her, you know, laughed at her and said, look at this woman, you know. But God changed her name to Sarah, which means noble woman, princess. Before it was Sarai, my princess, that she was somebody else's possession. But then God said, princess, which means deferity, that you will be the mother of all nations. Sarah had the last laugh, even though she did sin, even though she was in the will, out of the will of God. God still reminded them of the promise and God still gave them the promise Sarah judged God faithfulness who had promised she judged him in through her life journey and she was credited and her husband was credited as righteous that through their journey through their mistakes God still blessed them And God still blessed Ishmael. Even though he wasn't part of the promised land, God still blessed Ishmael. God still blessed Ishmael. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for this word that you gave me about Sarah, Haggai and Abraham. And Lord, I just pray for the viewers, the hearers who hear this message of God that if they've been in this situation, if, they're, if, they feel, if they felt abandoned, if they felt unloved, if they felt a victim of circumstances that wasn't their fault, that you will see them just like you saw Haggai, that you will heal them of the past wounds and the past pains and the stories and the lies they tell themselves because you told Haggai that is chosen and just like you chose Haggai through the circumstances of her pain, you still blessed her and watched over her and took care of her and her son. So Father God, I just pray God, Father God, where there is healing, oh God, Father Lord, you will bring healing and restoration. Where things in the past has helped so many people for so long, you'll begin to heal the pain the past mistakes, the past thing that has happened, which wasn't their fault, that they will release the pain to you, they will give it up to you and they will forgive the person and they will also forgive themselves for holding this shame and holding this abuse and holding this as part of their story. It was part of their story, but it's not the end of their story. So Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray For your anointing oil to be poured over, Lord God, Father, Lord. Your hand of healing to heal every broken hearted person, God, Father, today. That you are God who restores. You are God who brings peace to the peaceless. You are God who brings hope to the hopeless. You are God, Father, Lord, who loves and doesn't look at our sins when we confess and we let go. So, Father God, I just pray, bless your people. Encourage them today. Show them, Lord, when they are in a place of wanting to give up, Lord, where they just want to throw the towel down, that you will come in your sovereignty and you will show them and restore them that you give strength to the weary, You renew them, O God. That they will run and not get weary. They will walk and not be faint. Father, Lord, we thank you that you give strength to the weary and you increase the power of the weak. Even young grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength They will sow on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not be faint. So Father God, I pray God, Father Lord, that they will rise up again. They will rise up again. That you will lift their countenance again. That they will laugh again. Just how Sarah laughed. That you will give them laughter. That they will be rejoicing instead of mourning. There'll be joy instead of sorrow. That you will turn their mourning into dancing. That they will be restored from the past pains, hurts and all the things that have been done. That that wouldn't hold them to where you are taking them. That wouldn't hold them and stop them from being the men and women of God that you've called them to be. So Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen.